This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What is the best way to store your family memories in 2018? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, 651-641-1071. What is the best way to store your family members? Nope. <laughs> nope. No. Best way to store your family member memories. God darn it. What's the best way to store your family memories in 2018? Why am I asking? Well, Thanks you know, for I got asking, this shed in the back. <laughs> <laughs> get a, get a, uh, what do they call that thing? A shovel? <laughs> I'm just going to tell you why we're talking about this. 651-641-1071. If you understood the question, call that number. What's the best way to store family memories in 2018? And the reason I'm asking is because, so my mom, uncle, uh, and my aunt, uh, we all gathered. It was kind of an impromptu family get together this last weekend. It wasn't impromptu. Uh, my cousin got married a mm-hmm. while back, so we all had a reception. It was kind of an impromptu family reunion. Uh-huh. I say that because my aunt arrived with boxes of stuff, mostly from my grandma that uh, have remained in her home since my grandma passed away just about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And nobody's done anything with it. Now, I don't know if you know this. I'm kind of a nerd, especially when it comes to family history. I do know this. So I was really excited. My uncle wanted some of the stuff because of my grandpa's service in the war, blah, blah, blah. I just wanted like pictures, letters, family tree stuff. Mm -hmm. But now I've got all this stuff. I literally have a table full of boxes of stuff, pictures, correspondence, documents, etc. And I've been scanning everything with my rinky dink scanner, which is awesome because I can upload the images and share them with people. But I'm like, there's got to be something people are doing with family memories in 2018 that will allow me one to store them well and also two just to um, put them on display maybe or make them available for people so i'm like surely our listeners because i know you guys are so good and you've probably already been doing this what do we do how Mm -hmm. do we store family memories like colleen how do you store your family memories uh in um subpar boxes in my disgusting damp basement oh i think that sounds like a great idea yeah, no, wait it's a minute actually no that doesn't not sound like a, a good, good idea. thing and, I, and i'll be honest with you it's been a concern of mine for a really long time because i am like the dumping ground for family memories <laughs> well, i know it doesn't sound good but not like sure what you mean i'm that. not a good person to have this stuff i'm the one with the house you know, so I've got a lot of stuff from my husband's family, yeah, and I've got a lot of stuff from my family, but I'm also the one with the three children and the not a lot of time. Oh, for sure. And so I've got space to hold stuff, um, but what I don't have is the time to do the stuff that you're doing that I want to do, which is find the good ways to preserve the stuff mm-hmm. so that so that people can enjoy it because the older we get... Yeah. The more well, we amass. And frankly, I don't know who's going to want this stuff after I'm gone. 
because Wheezy probably won't want them. And um, Jamie will just be like, light a match because he hates, you know, hoarding uh, of stuff. So I'm like, there's got to be a secure way to sort of store all this and more importantly, share it, whether it's, you know, doing something digitally, but also, you know, how do we keep the the paper stuff from like disintegrating? Because I have yeah. a bunch of letters, for example, my grandma got letters from my grandpa during the war and I have all of those and I don't want them to just like disintegrate. Right. Right. Well, and that's also the hard thing because you do you think about like what happens to the stuff that stays behind when I'm gone and I'm the one that cares about it. Right. And I, you know, maybe, you know, for me, maybe maybe my kids will care about it, but maybe they won't. Yeah. But maybe their kids or their kids kids or you know what? Maybe the earth won't even be around then. Uh, okay, we didn't need to go there. Sorry. Somebody on the phone. Yeah, six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's the best way to so store dark. family memories in twenty eighteen? Robert's on the line. Hi, Robert. Hey, good afternoon, guys. How are you? Good. good. How are you? Good. Good. Say, uh, first off, to preserve the pictures and even documents and everything else, probably the best place is Ancestry dot com. Because you might have all these far-off relatives that have no idea uh, but are always looking for their relatives. And believe it or not, you know, it's great to have it stored on a website like that that's in a cloud that you'll never have to worry about, but you can always access. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so that always worked for me. We've got, I had the same problem, and, and my wife's family was major picture hoarders going all the way back to the mid-1800s. That's awesome. And, I mean, we're talking boxes of mid-1800 photographs. And the stories that go along with the photographs, you can always put and attach those to the, to the picture itself as well. Um, and then as far as preserving your documents, the National Historical Society, I know, take in a lot of documents, um, and that way people, uh, including your family members, will always have access to them. Awesome. And they're stored yep, uh, and preserved, which is great. So... Thank I thought that just might help. Yeah, Thank no, those so are much, great Robert. ideas, Robert. Um, I will say I do the ancestry, um, and so I'll certainly be uploading a lot of photos because I know that the family members beyond my family right. who would want some of uh, the access to some of those things. Also, I have a ton of photos now of people who are not in my family because, you know, one thing I realized is that, like, um, it used to be very common for people to be like, here's my graduation photo, and then you yeah. give them to, like, my grandmother got all these people's photos. I, I mean, they're nice photos, but I don't want them. Right. And so I'm like, I kind of want to just send them to these people. So I'm going to like try to track them down on Ancestry.com. Because can you imagine so how nice awesome that you. would be? Yeah. Because you wouldn't, maybe they don't have those photos. Yeah. That is so nice of you to do that. Because I think you're right, Bradley. That's something that they might, for whatever reason, might not have access to. Um, and if you're, that's one thing that just makes me sad. Because I also have like, heaps and gobs of pictures of other people and i think if i could have all of the time in the in the world to kind of reach out and try to figure out a who the people are in the pictures well, my and grandma my, the, this i love my grandma she wrote, wrote on, on the back. everything on every letter that yeah. she received she she would write the date the letter was written and what it was about so i don't even have to read the letter and the same is on on all of her photo albums That's in the awesome. margin it'll say bob's aunt francis uncle jerry's Twin sister Gail. I see. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank God. I know that they Granny were all was paying so attention. organized. Okay, let's go to Alex. Alex is on the line. Hi, Alex. Hi, Alex. Hi. What ideas do you have for us, Alex? So, a couple things. So, with like actual physical pieces of paper, um, 
sometimes like what we'll do, we'll take pictures of them and then put them in like a Shutterfly book. Oh, yeah. So whether it's a letter or if it's, uh, you can like kind of group them together or if it's a craft project, you know, just like keep the holiday ones. And if you want to throw out the other ones and take a picture, just hold on to it. Yeah. There's that. Or like a shared Google Drive where everyone has access and they can just, people can just pick and choose which ones that they want. Yeah, that's a great great idea idea. too. Thank you so much, Alex. Awesome. Thanks, Um, Alex. Yeah, have I, have I ever shown you, I got to bring it in, um, a member of my mom's side of the family Uh uh, made a book, like a, like a Shutterfly book. Sure. Of the family's history. Oh, that's awesome. And it's not like comprehensive by any means, but it's sort of like what they had worked on. Yeah. And there's pictures from sort of each branch of the family tree. And again, not all of the pictures, but yep. but some. And it sort of tells a little bit of the family history. No, that's and awesome. And there's branches of the family that I'm not associated with, but it still has my branches. Yeah. And then they made a copy of it and I have it. And it's great. And it's really cool. I should bring that in so you yeah, can see sure. kind of how that, how that worked out. Yeah. Um, thank you all of our callers for for that great information all right when we come back there's a very notable birthday that we have to celebrate oh god i'm so excited i can't believe we all this almost almost escaped our attention we'll tell you whose birthday it is after this on the colleen and bradley show shirts off my talk 1071 well we have a happy birthday to wish a vip on the colleen and bradley show my Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Bradley, would you like to do the honors? Let's take it off. Do we have like a birthday song or like a strip song? Oh, one moment, please. A birthday strip song? I mean, oh. it's kind of appropriate. Is that a thing? Is it not? Uh, How many times have you taken your clothes off for someone's birthday? Hey! Ho! Happy birthday, Zach Efron. Happy birthday to you. Yeah! Stretch! Happy birthday. Happy birthday. (laughs) Zach Efron is 31 years old. Now, here's what you don't know. What? Holly Roberts is doing quite a little dance for Zach Efron over there. Were there any tassels? Wouldn't you like to know? I for me to know and you to never know. Uh, okay, so here's what I want to share with you is that today, October 18th, is Zach Efron's 31st birthday. Now, why are we celebrating that? Well, it's a long story. But it's one that goes all the way back to, oh, last year. 2017. 2017. <laughs> a long, long time ago. When, the land's not so far away. When we celebrated an entire month of Zach Efron. In fact, mm-hmm. we renamed the month October to... Zachtober. Zachtober. We had a website, Zachtober.com. It was the hunt for hot Zachtober. Oh, uh, this? The hunt for hot Zachtober. Oh, my word. It's a that blast from the past. We still have that. Right? Uh, so we tried to get Zach Efron's attention. Now, we achieved that in a small way. We think. Uh, for us radio boobs, I would mm-hmm. say it was a rather grand way. But um, Zach Efron replied to us. Via tweet mm-hmm. with an emoji. Yeah. So that was the most. We'll take it. We got out of Zach Efron <laughs> for giving him, I would just remind you, an entire month. We devoted. We renamed an entire month for this man. 31 days. One for each of his abs. Exactly. Zach Efron. We gave him 31 days. Yeah. He gave us one emoji. It's true. It's true. We we created special artwork for the occasion. We had our listeners uh constantly 
tweet him? I mean, he gave us one emoji. I actually think that's why we haven't talked about him a lot lately. Well, is because, because we kind of broke up the, with him. We did. And then we tried to, remember, didn't we try to do like December of Chris's or something? What yeah, we did the 12 Days of Chris's. Oh, that's right. 12 Days of Chris's where we pined after uh, Chris Pine, mm-hmm. Chris All the Evans, Chris's, the hot the, Chris's. Chris Pratt. Yeah. Chris Kringle. Mm-hmm. All of the Chris's. Yeah. But I think we broke up with Zach Efron because after 31 days of Zach Efron, we got but one emoji back. Yeah. So we're fickle. We're fickle Frannies. We are. So anyway, but today is his 31st birthday. Today is his 31st birthday. What is he doing? I have no idea. And in fact, it leaves me to the question, what is Zach Efron even up to these what days? What is he doing? That is a great question because I am not convinced he's really up to anything other than nothing. I have a question for you mm-hmm. because the last project that I witnessed him in was a movie. Uh, Big that, Top Pee Wee. Okay, which is what you called it earlier today. And I thought that was mean. Why? The Greatest Showman. My daughter loves this movie. Oh, sure. I watched it. I think it's adorable. No, it got great. Uh, you know, I shouldn't say great. It but got it mediocre got, reviews. And But but kids love the music. And, the music yeah. is good. It's entertaining. It's a sanitized version of the actual story. Um of uh, P.T. Barnum. I mean, it's an incredibly, incredibly sanitized version of the actual story. Um, but, you know, it's a nice little musical. It stars Hugh Jackman. Um, but Zendaya is in it and also Zac Efron is in it. Uh, and the two play, um, you know, lovers, uh, Zendaya and Zac Efron. Um, and he sings in it and he dances in it. And it's kind of a throwback to his high school musical days. And it's a sweet, it's a sweet movie. You guys have never seen it. Neither of you have, have you? No. In fact, the the last movie I saw was his last tweet on October 3rd, where he's standing uh, in front of a caravan of sheep as they trot down the street. I think that's somewhere That's the in last Europe. movie you saw. Yeah. <laughs> because that's the last time he's tweeted, by the way. Wow. It was October, October 3rd. It makes me believe that he's in Europe somewhere and he's really not doing anything. I wouldn't be surprised because I feel like after the um, Big Top Pee Wee movie that he, show, man. that he got maybe a, a little overexposed because remember there were, but he's got these other movies coming out, right? Um, he has a couple movies coming mm-hmm. out. Remember, one is called The, the Beach one. Bum and then one is where he's playing Ted Bundy. Yeah. Right. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Because the Ted Bundy hasn't come out yet, right? No, not yet. Yeah, so he must be lying low until uh, one of those movies comes out and he'll start doing press for that, but... I just, I still feel like I, I just, I hold out hope for our Zac Efron because he is 
first of all, is he just like he's a well put together man? Yeah, he. Ha- although I will say, uh, he has entered odd territory uh, in the recent past when it comes to his hair and and uh, style choices. He's made but, some interesting choices, yeah. but when he's at his best, that is a good looking man. Oh, for sure. He has his the parts on his body are all <laughs> just nicely body. sculpted, mm-hmm. and um, his facial. Uh, expressions are um, constructed with good pieces. I just he's he's a beautiful person. Yeah, and sure. I and I want him to do well it, in his craft. Yeah, uh, I would uh, sus- or I would like to ask Zach Efron to please, if he is on a trip to Europe, at some point to just give us a call. Just no big deal, right? And uh, feel free if you're on the Twitter to contact him. Although, again, he doesn't seem like he's very active on the Twitter. You know what I'm realizing? I think we made a mistake. And, you know, we couldn't see into the future. But I feel like this would have been the better year to really dig in and honor Zac Efron. Because he's not at his height. Because he's not overexposed right now. Yeah. Last year at this time. You'd like him to be overexposed. Uh, yes, uh-huh. but maybe he'd overexpose hey, himself to us woo. if we would have caught him on sort of an off year. Yeah. Right? We might have had better a better yeah, well, chance getting a hold of him. Get them when they're down. Then we'll grab their attention. Yes. <laughs> I mean... Was that? I just thought that was maybe the way that we did things. Colleen and Bradley way. It's genius. Okay. D bags coming up next <laughs> on the Colleen and Bradley show. Celebrities behaving badly. It's one of our favorite topics on the Colleen yeah. and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, and uh, we call those celebrities behaving badly a name, and that name is D bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. My douchebag today is... Every time I say that word, it just sounds wrong. Like you said douchebag. I know. Let's not... What's your D-bag today? ...stand on that word very long. Goople is my D-bag today. Goople. What's goople? What does goople sound like it is? It sounds like a Google for goop. Ding, ding, and to the ding. Almost kind of, not really, but yes. Okay, so Google is a contraction of the words goop and Google. All right, so um, there's actually another term for when you put those two words together. But anyway, uh, we have the company Goop owned Mm -hmm. by... Gwyneth Paltrow. And we have the company Google owned by... Mr. Google. Mr. Google. (laughs) The Google family. (laughs) The Google family. (laughs) Um, they have created a partnership, and I am worried. Ugh. So Goop, are you serious? Has uh, launched a partnership with Google. Google. <laughs> so See, I was Google, listening. <laughs> Google is a thing. In fact, here's the partnership thus far. So what we have so far is not to be worried about too terribly. Okay, but it is. It is. I will tell you why I'm worried in a moment. And why I chose them for my D-bag. But the partnership as it stands currently is that Goop, Gwyneth Paltrow's lifestyle brand, will be selling in her pop-up and and permanent store in L.A. Google Home Smart speakers and accessories uh, during the holiday pop-ups. Okay? Okay. They also call them Goop Labs. The permanent stores are called Goop Labs. 
which don't I, even I that is even, I can't that's even false that's advertising. no don't a Google spokesperson <laughs> said that the devices will be available to experience in shop starting next week at the flagship goop store in LA's Brentwood neighborhood running through the end of January and at goop pop-ups in various cities during the holiday season okay uh, starting the first week in November they'll also be available at a new yet to be announced permanent goop store in New York City blobbity blue um that like the fact that her goop is selling speakers from Google, awesome. Okay, but it's this bigger sort of uh, partnership that potentially scares me because yes, there is a side of goop which is totally. Mm, it's what's a, the word it's I'm like looking a reta- for? It's a business. It's a retail. Yeah, totally. Just a money grab. Unharmful. It's an unharmful business. There's a word for that, and mm-hmm. I just can't pull it out of my keister at this mm-hmm. moment um it's just sort of a thing right like it's totally unharmful mm-hmm. and um so to that extent i'm like okay well it makes sense because google's trying to do all this wellness stuff and blah 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 the problem i have is that there's also this other side of goop which i don't know if you know this has led to them being fined has led to them uh you know really being criticized by you know people in the scientific community and others, uh, when it comes to advertising, for creating this notion that there's like stuff you can buy that'll heal you, like this fake sort of pseudoscience faux, like, hey, here's a sticker that'll cure your cancer, or here's a, a essential oil that'll cure your hernia. Mm-hmm. Um, that or part smell of, this and you'll not have depression. Exactly. I mean, that's a thing. Don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. So it's that side of the goop that I'm scared about Google mixing with because right. I because Google is a very powerful corporation, mm-hmm. right? They have incredible power and uh, influence. And I, I just hate that they're sort of encouraging, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow in this way by by no other means than, you know, sidling up next to her. Because when you put goop next to Google, it make, makes goop look better and more right. legitimate. Because typically people go to Google when they're looking for answers. And we know that Google will help us sort of navigate through the sea of the Internet yeah. to <clears throat> cultivate the best places to find the answers to all of our questions. And if we make an assumption that they're partnering with Goop, we might think that Goop is the first place that they are going to start to direct us to for answers. Yeah. And we know because we have brains in our minds mostly that Goop is not an answery place. It's a, an imaginy place. Yeah, exactly. So file this under uh poopity, But you know what? I think I actually have that for our uh, listening pleasure, perhaps, and maybe I don't. So pretend I didn't say that. Okay. Goodbye now. Goodbye. (laughs) There it is. Thank you. Yes, there it is. Uh, My D bag for your listening pleasure. I wish I didn't say that now. Is Louis C.K. Because guess what Louis C.K. has done again? What is he doing? He's done it again. Okay, what's he done in? He went and did another uh, set. Oh, he's standing up? He did another stand up. This time, though, he decided to... um, He decided to try out some new jokes. So, okay, backing up the truck. Louis C.K. disgraced for what, Bradley? Uh, well, taking out his schwanz and mm-hmm. jiggling it in front of ladies. To completion. Yeah. 
Uh, and he then he admitted to doing such things and then kind of disappeared for a while. Rightfully so. And then started doing like pop, no pun intended, like pop up <laughs> comedy it. shows. Yeah. He started to do, he would show up at comedy nights yeah. and try out some new material unbeknownst to the audience. Yeah, what a jerk. Cute. Uh, and people would <laughs> stop it. Anyway, so he would go and he would do this and we were we thought he was a D-bag for that, right? Yep. But he was trying out new material and people weren't super excited about it. Well, now he's gone so far as to try out new material, but part of his new material is actually about bringing it all back to the beginning. The act of grabbing his schwantz and jiggling it to completion. In front of so now he's people. just going to take this moment and turn it into comedy. Yeah, like hey, you know what's weird is when you're polishing your silverware in front of a lady and she's like, "What's going on?" Yeah. Uh, this is what page six. What? Page six is reporting that Louis C.K. Uh, did a, a stand-up act at a West Side Comedy Club. In which he said, among other things, "quote I lost thirty-five million dollars in an hour." Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, totally I'm sorry. relatable. Does anybody in this room feel bad for him right now? No, nope. Because like I don't even like feel. I don't just don't feel bad for you yeah. at all. Yeah, uh, that's he, the most expensive uh, self pleasuring <laughs> session he's ever, sure. he's ever engaged in. Uh, he said he's been to hell and back. Um, oh, has he? Oh, the, another has audience he? member. Oh, allegedly he? said <clears throat> that he was genuine and reflected on how weird his year was. Weird? How weird his year was? So, okay, here's the truth, though. Sure, I bet he's got a story to tell. Guess what? I don't want to hear it! (laughs) Because there are so many other stories that didn't involve him having to abuse women in the process. Right? Right. I mean, that's like Ted Bundy being like, yeah, wow, wow, I've had a year, man. Now, look, I'm not calling him Ted Bundy, but I'm kind of calling him Ted Bundy. Like, when you... Like when you're a criminal, you did something criminal, or at least at the very least, the like horribly inappropriate and sexually deviant. Like, I don't know that you just turn around right away and try to make a buck off it, OJ Simpson. Well done. Right? Yes. Which is exactly what he's doing. Yeah. And um, essentially what some of the members of the audience said was that he tried out some new dark and dirty material. Uh, No. No. I think he's already done enough dark and dirty. That's, I think, what got him into this mess uh, was the dirty material, if you know what I mean. Um, Yeah. One of the audience members, I think one of the ones that he paid, said, sounds to me like he's owning up and acknowledging and trying to figure out what he's going to do next. Uh, But he was much more confident on stage. Said that I don't care about any of this. I know I'm like I'm being you know this. That's not helpful when this is the story we're talking about. But mm-hmm. I just want to make the point that like I don't care what he his perspective matters what, not to you. Correct. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important to talk about the fact that he's trying to make a go of it. Mm-hmm. It would literally be like Bill Cosby, like whoa, look at the year I've had. I pudding. Just, well, and by the way. And using the word weird, to, uh, that's the yeah. part that that's the part that, that's unsettling to me. Yeah. 
It's been a weird year. That said, like, I feel like you say that in a year where, like, I don't know, strange things happen that you didn't have anything yeah, to like do I with. I got really bad hemorrhoids and yeah. I won the lottery. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. Tell me more. Yeah. What do you do with hemorrhoids when you're a millionaire? Anyway, um, I was going to say, it's not to say that at some point in the grand scheme of history, I wouldn't be curious to know what life would be like following somebody doing something horrible. Mm-hmm. I would be interested. I am curious by nature. Mm-hmm. And so I would be curious to know. I don't know that I want the person who was involved in that thing to be the one that tells me that story, because especially the fact that it's been a year later, I don't know that that person has enough distance right. to give me any clarity or insight other than their, you know, that which their own ego will allow so close to the thing actually having happened. Right. So yeah. I wouldn't mind watching a documentary where somebody goes and follows around Bill Cosby in the year after or this whole th- last year. Right. Or a couple of years if they're doing a documentary mm-hmm. about it, but not one that is, you know, hosted by Bill Cosby. Right. Because then we're only getting his perspective. Yeah. It's I mean, I think it's a hashtag too soon and B not the right narrator mm-hmm. being himself and see like maybe maybe if you're going to come back and try new material maybe make the material like so far removed from the material that got you into trouble in the first What's place. To do like, wow, you know what I can't stand is chocolate chips and my ice I cream. I mean, go right ahead. Like who's going to turn up for that though? I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But try Maybe something new. Maybe he should new. just sit at home and watch Netflix for a while. Well, he did lose three hundred or $35 million. Oh, God, I thought you were going to say 300 pounds. I was like, whoa. <laughs> no, $35 million. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I showed my kids Napoleon Dynamite mm. last night. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, it was a great, great time. I want to ask you guys, what movie have you guys watched recently uh, that is totally held up over time? We'll we'll reminisce among the three of us after this on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Okay, so last night my husband and I decided to show our kids a movie that we've always loved. And the movie was Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, appropriate. I know. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Holly Roberts is dancing over there. I think whenever you do that, like the risky thing is like, do I still love this movie? Is it still as good as I remember it? Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it in a really long time. And yeah, sure. Like, is it going to hold up for my kids? And I'm happy to report with Napoleon Dynamite. The case is yes. Yes. Okay, good. Yes. It totally still held up. Okay. How about, should I refresh your memory a little bit? Yeah. with Just a little bit of Napoleon Dynamite. Let's do it. Here we go. How was school? Worst day of my life? What do you think? <laughs> Besides, we both know I'm training to become a cage fighter. Since when, Kip? You have the worst reflexes of all time. It just never gets old. Guys. It's dirty. so, it's just like dumb funny. It made us it laugh in stitches. You for, I forgot about parts of the movie. And, okay, so have you guys had this happen recently where you've watched a movie you haven't watched in a really long time? Oh, yeah, and it totally sure. held up? Okay, what was your movie? Um, Ruthless People. 
And um, I just, I have a hankering for that particular kind of movie from the 80s. Do you remember just sort of anything with Bette Midler, anything with Danny DeVito? Um, you, I don't even know if people would remember Ruthless People. I vaguely recall it, but I seriously don't think I've seen the it plot since the is, first time I saw it. Um, you know, uh, the plot is just very straightforward. This guy and his wife, uh, he's plotting, essentially, he wants to off her because he's got another girl. He's a millionaire, uh-huh. blah, 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 blah. And um, she gets kidnapped. And that's like his lucky day because he's like, oh, okay, well, I'm not. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Paying the ransom. And he gets kidnapped by Judge Reinhold and, uh, oh, I can't think of her name. Helen Slater. Helen Slater. And then they're like, yeah, we, and they work at this guy's company and they're like, oh, we'll get back at our crappy boss because uh, we'll steal his wife. And so, oh, so they think they're stealing his wife and he's it's going to like hurt him. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and he's yeah. like, we'll ransom his wife for a bunch of money. And he's actually and excited. And he's like, yay! Okay. Let's have a listen. And uh, this is the scene where um, she finds out who, or she, like just after she gets kidnapped, uh, Judge Reinhold and Ms. Slater are wearing duck masks to uh, <laughs> disguise themselves and she goes off and then you'll hear it end with Danny DeVito's reaction. <laughs> gets back at him and they all become friends except for Danny DeVito. It's a great movie. I seriously I do. I mean like when you're talking about it, I vaguely recall it. Yeah. And then when you said movies with Bette Midler, do you know what movie it made me crave seeing? Big Business. Yes. Oh God. That's another one that lives up. Okay. I mean it's hysterically funny and what I love about all those old movies is that especially from the 80s. I'm sorry the 80s was like movie comedy gold. Right. Movies stand up with good writing. Like those movies were just written so well. I mean, there are some crappy ones for sure, but when they're good, they're really good. And and because they don't have things blowing up and right, you know, three D whatever is to keep your attention. They just have really good writing. They don't need extra stuff. And then I just thought of the Money Pit, which is another oh, yeah. one that Shelley I love Long that is hilarious. Tom Hanks. Holly, do you have a movie like that that you haven't watched in a really long time, and then you watched it and it totally held up? Over the weekend, I watched a movie from the 90s that I very much enjoyed. That would be Beavis and Butthead Do America. Okay. <laughs> this is what I love. I can just see um, you sitting on the couch that hold watching. Up, Holly? <laughs> yes, it actually held uh-huh. up. Oh my gosh. What, do, what? You, do you have any uh, clips? I, I do have a little. <laughs> Thank you, Bradley. That was great. <laughs> do you know if that was Beavis or Butthead? That would have been butthead. Yes. 
Now, the plot of Beavis and Butthead Do America is that Beavis and Butthead had their television stolen and they go across America to find it. Now, here is where Beavis and Butthead discover that their television has gone missing. I was about to score. <laughs> yeah, but check it out. It's gone. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. Holly. Now, this How movie, long is that movie? <laughs> the movie is Because it's than... literally whatever many minutes of that. Yeah, like, but... <laughs> no, it's fan- no, it's great. The movie is less than an hour and a half long. It co-stars Bruce Willis and Demi Moore. They oh play uh, ex-lovers and uh, arms dealers. And that's the subplot of the movie, is that they get hooked up with the Beavis and Butthead. Oh they awesome. put the, uh, the weapon in Beavis's pants... And then the federal agents are after Beavis and Butthead thinking that they have stolen this secret weapon. Holly. Why? You what? were like, didn't you study film in graduate school? Yes. I thought she was going to be like, last weekend I stayed home and watched An Affair to Remember from 1938. But this movie holds up. It's very 90s. Beavis and Butthead are still very funny. I loved the show back oh my in gosh, the day. I love it. And remember Mr. Anderson, who basically is the prototype for Hank Hill from King of the Hill. Robert Stack Her. is the federal agent. He gives full cavity searches to everybody. Okay. (laughs) I also want to point out, you may have noticed, I did not give you a plot summary of Napoleon Dynamite. This was very upsetting to my almost 12-year-old who kept on saying to me during the movie, I just don't quite understand what exactly is going on. And I kept on saying to him, that's the point. Yeah. Nothing. It's just sort of a slice of life. Just go along with the journey. Just like go along with the journey. Didn't it make them want to join the uh, FFA and a little bit and judge milk? Maybe a little bit. That one ate an onion. That one got into an onion patch. Mm -hmm. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got a question for you. Which book from your childhood do you want made into a movie? Mm -hmm. Which book from your childhood do you want made into a movie? 651-641-1071 because there's a book from our childhood that's getting made into a movie. We'll tell you what it is after this. At NetApp, we're, dare we say, in love with the cloud. And we're consumed by its epic potential. For years, we've been fine-tuning our approach. Heck, we love the cloud so much, we integrated all our data management experiences into it. NetApp makes the cloud work smarter and harder by letting you connect your data no matter where it is, access and securely manage your data, automate processes and optimize infrastructure, unlocking all your data's possibilities. Tap now or visit netapp.com slash love to see how amazing the cloud can be. Splash Weather Repel Premium Windshield Wash features a 3-in-1 formula that repels rain, sleet, snow, and bugs while leaving a streak-free shine. It keeps you seeing safely all year long. Pick up some at Walmart today. See safely on the road when you apply a little splash.